Welcome to SoCiaUp.org, S-O-C-U-P.org, helping social entrepreneurs up their game. And now here's your host, J.P. Katz. Okay, we're joined here with Rabbi Benzion Klatsko, founder of Shabbat.com and advisor to numerous rabbis on over 50 campuses throughout North America. Rabbi, today's topic, we're talking about uh, rejection and staying positive. Anyone in the startup world who's founded and started a number of uh, successful ventures like yourself um, has for sure hit those walls and had to plow through them, hit those walls and had to um, you know, deal with, with obstacles along the way. Um, what, in general, is there an outlook that can help people cope with you know, rejection and staying positive? Yeah, sure. There, there are a lot of mental tools that can be used. Um, I'll give you a few of them and um, you'll see what works for you. First off, being a rabbi, I would say there's certain uh, faith that we have that the Almighty runs the world. And uh, we, at the end of the day, uh, are subject to his, his mercies and his kindness. And therefore, when we do something and it doesn't succeed, perhaps it's not for the best. And to be humble about it. So that would be one, one, one tool. Uh, the second tool is that uh, there is not a single person in this world that has succeeded uh, without being damaged in the process, without falling. The Talmud says very interestingly that uh, the Messiah one day, uh, when he finally appears, will be full of bandages. Now, that's very interesting to know. Why full of bandages? So it sounds like even this messianic figure is somebody that has been through the trenches, gone through the difficult times, and still he prevailed. Uh, also, to quote Talmud, one of the few people in history, it says in the Talmud, who never sinned was a man by the name of Yishai. However, Yishai had a son named King David who did slip. And yet when we attribute uh, the Messiah coming from King David, we mention David and not Yishai. It sounds like slipping is a prerequisite for growth. So that's very, very important to know. When it comes to being a rabbi and, and working with the students, then you have this double-edged sword on one hand. You're only going to succeed if you live and die with your students. On the other hand, if you do that, then you're going to be wiped out. Mm -hmm. So uh, there was a very great uh, sort of rabbinical recruiting figure by the name of Mayor Schuster, who passed away uh, recently. And Mayor Schuster used to say when it came to uh, accepting teachings from a rabbi, not everyone has the merit to get those teachings, to absorb those teachings. You have to be a person of a certain character. And sometimes it has nothing to do with the rabbi. It's the person themselves. They, they just don't have the capability of accepting uh, these kind of teachings. And, and I think the rabbi has to understand that. And again, it comes out to being humble and knowing that uh, it's our job to uh, do our best, but it's not upon us to finish the work. In that process, a person, in a sense, becomes, you know, we, we, you talked about the Messiah um, having bandages. Um, how, does one, how does one stay calloused um, in the sense that they don't let the wounds enter into the internal and actually impact their inner being? We know that any profession uh, that a person is involved with uh, will affect them. A doctor who is unaffected by his patients ultimately uh, will not be a good doctor. There's a very famous picture that was in the news last month 
of a doctor who lost a patient and he was outside with his head down crying. Um, uh, psychiatrists have one of the highest rates of suicide, unfortunately, wow. but that's because a person can try to remain callous and uh, disengaged, but at the end of the day, you can't be effective if you're not. Um, and, and when it comes to rabbinics, it's the same way. If you're disaffected, then you're not going to care like a, a rabbi should to his student or like a parent should to their child. Hmm. So we have, to, we have to walk that middle line between uh, knowing that we have to put our all, give our all, but still knowing that we're not ultimately in control and that person has their own free will and there's a creator in heaven who also uh, has a say in what happens with this person. And um, when we walk that middle line, it will affect us, but we'll be able to survive and carry on afterwards. I remember once I was, I was uh, personally, I, I was down, I had hit a wall. I felt like I hit a wall, and it was very difficult. And my friend, he said, so plow through it. And for me, I did have to plow through it potentially, but I think there was also the, the aspect of unplugging for a bit. You know, the, the, the almost disengaging and just regaining one's center of balance, center of gravity. Um, what, would you, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that in terms of um, what approaches people should use and employ there? Well, I, I tell my students they should have two legitimate vices. Two legitimate vices, meaning that we all need a break. Uh, we all need those moments that are ours. Uh, I can tell you up front, I enjoy a bath at night. I enjoy microwave popcorn, and whenever I'm just like, you know, I'm feeling burnt out, I fill up a hot bath. I don't need the popcorn in the bath. Um, but, you know, little vices, uh, I don't mean drugs or alcohol, but little things, they're your things, they're your time, and, and they do allow you to recharge. And if you don't have those, you will burn out. So look at them, give yourself a break, and nice. uh, recharge. There's so much to do in this world. The whole world is obviously, with everything that's going on today on, on global scale, local scale, uh, we're living in a damaged world. What is one piece of advice that you would give to the next generation of leaders? So I like to tell my students they are givers and takers. And the takers eat better, but the givers sleep better. And if you want to be someone who is happy and successful and can contribute to this world, train yourself to enjoy the act of giving. And that could be money, that could be time, uh, that could be empathy. But um, in a generation of takers, and a generation that is nihilistic and um, self-centered, those people who, uh, who have mastered the art of giving are those people who affect the world positively and are remembered for the good. Awesome. Rabbi, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate your time, expertise, all the advice you've shared with us. Thank you. My pleasure. You're listening to SoShop, S-O-C-U-P.org. We're here live with Rabbi Benzion Klatsko, advisor to over 50 campuses and founder of Shabbat.com. Thanks so much, Rabbi. You're welcome. SoShop.org, S-O-C-U-P.org. Helping social entrepreneurs up their game.